as part of an aggressive strategy to win the state of Florida and its 25 electoral votes. The critical question, which may sound ironic, is whether Hispanic voters really do watch Spanish language television. All signs point to yes, and the numbers are growing. The New York Times, using a study conducted by the Pew Hispanic Center, calculated that about half of Latino voters said they got their news on television in English, 27% said they watched English and Spanish news, and 19% tune into Spanish newscasts most of the time. Which is to say, 46 out of every 100 Latinos get at least some of their news in Spanish. This figure is supported by data collected by Hispanic Trends, which puts the figure at 45%. What's really interesting, though, is that in 1990, only one in four Hispanics watched Spanish-language news. The figure has nearly doubled. Hispanic viewers of television are multiplying, and quickly. The impact that Univision and Telemundo had on Hispanic voters is unquestionable. Adam Siegel from Johns Hopkins University cites Leonard Rodriguez, a former Bush campaign staff member and consultant, who says, The leader, Univision, draws more than 4 million U.S. viewers to at least one of its national news shows, and its credibility was recently proven with an Emmy for reporting. Telemundo is also undergoing phenomenal growth. Pablo Izquierdo, a Hispanic advertising consultant to the Gore campaign, confirms this. He says they are crucial. Nielsen has rated the Miami Univision station several times, being even more watched during prime time than general market stations. Both networks' influence is expanding. NBC paid over $2 billion to acquire Telemundo, and Univision, which owns or is affiliated with some 50 Spanish-language television stations, has acquired the Hispanic Broadcasting Corporation, which encompasses 63 radio stations across the country. The U.S. Department of Justice approved the $3.5 billion transaction in February 2003 thus paving the way for a behemoth that will dominate Spanish-language television, radio, music publishing, and the Internet. Hispanics are particularly concerned with their children's educations and with the threats their families face, including drugs, violence, gangs, and divorce in North American society. It should come as no surprise, then, that both campaigns focused their messages on such themes as how to protect families from high medical bills, school quality, dropout rates, and the problems posed by crime. But differences in presentation were apparent even in the titles the ads used. The Republican commercials were highly personal. Same as mine. How about you? The American dream for everyone. While the Democrats were more direct. Your vote. Issues. And faces of North America. George W. Bush had an advantage over Gore, and he wasn't afraid to use it. His family, his wife, Laura, his brother, Jeb, governor of Florida, Jeb's wife, Columba, who is Mexican, his half-Mexican nephew, Jeb's son, George P. Bush, and his parents, George H. W. Bush and Barbara Bush, participated widely in commercials and interviews throughout Spanish-language media. Gore's family was less influential in this regard. Just his wife, Tipper, and his daughter, Corena, the only one who really spoke Spanish, appeared with any frequency in commercials, news broadcasts, and interviews on Spanish-language television. In the end, not only were viewers presented with a much larger family in the bushes, but when it came to communicating with voters in Spanish, 
George P. Bush had a much greater impact than Karenna Gore. George P. Bush, the half-Mexican son of Jeb and Columba Bush, was a sensation. He appeared on the cover of People. More interviews were requested with him than with his father, the governor. And I even heard some enthusiastic Republicans remarking that P. could become the first Hispanic U.S. president. I had the opportunity to speak with him during the 2000 Republican convention in Philadelphia, and it seemed to me that his political interests still had yet to be defined, but his impact on the campaign was considerable. George P. Bush was a more powerful weapon than Corinna Gore, at least in Spanish. Bush's 2000 campaign was much more centralized than that of Vice President Al Gore. His advisor, Karl Rove, took the same strategy that Bush used to garner the Texas Hispanic vote and applied it on a national level. And to help him do this, he hired someone who would end up being extremely vital in attracting the attention of Latino voters, Sonia Colin. It's no exaggeration to say that Sonia Colin was the bridge between candidate Bush and Spanish-speaking Latinos in the United States. Colin, who was born in Mexico City and studied English and psychology at Universidad Iberoamericana, started her professional career as a journalist in Texas. She worked as a producer, reporter, and news anchor for both Univision and Telemundo in San Antonio. And it was there that she got to know Governor Bush. She interviewed him on a number of occasions and was even twice invited to the Christmas dinner organized for members of the press and held at the governor's mansion. During his 1998 Texas gubernatorial re-election campaign, Bush found himself fighting to increase his support among Hispanic voters. Once, before a press conference regarding crime prevention in San Antonio, he didn't know how to say a particular phrase in Spanish. He looked around for help, and there was Sonia Colin. Bush asked her how to translate what he wanted to say, and Colin wrote it down on a slip of paper. Bush would never forget this gesture. After his re-election, Bush got together with Colleen for an interview. She asked him, What would you do for Hispanics if you ran for president? Bush responded with a question of his own. What would you do? At the interview's conclusion, Bush asked Colleen if she would join with Karen Hughes and Mindy Tucker, his other advisors, and in September 1999, Colleen was named spokeswoman and coordinator of the Hispanic leg of George W. Bush's presidential campaign. This was the first time in history that such a position had been created for a Republican campaigning on the national level. Colleen brought things to the table that nobody else in Bush's inner campaign circle could. She had a profound understanding of Spanish-language media in the United States and the sensitivity to know how to relate to the Hispanics they spoke to. Colleen either knew or knew of the main players in TV news, both on the national level and in the smallest towns of Texas, California, Florida, New York, and Illinois. Nobody had ever paid attention to these anchors and journalists. No one, that is, until Colleen began to target them. Colleen told me during an interview, When I started, I honestly didn't have a Spanish strategy for Bush's campaign. There was a great need to send information out through Spanish-language media. Everything that came out in English, everything, I wanted to have in Spanish as well. I wanted people to understand what I saw. And what she saw was a man who would sit down on the sidewalk and eat tacos, who would invite you over to his home as if he were a lifelong friend, and who made an effort to speak Spanish. The simple, 
familiar and accessible image of Bush was the one they put out across the Spanish media during the campaign, and it contrasted sharply with Al Gore, who from his position as vice president seemed cold and distant. I remember full well how everything that Bush did during his campaign reached us shortly thereafter, translated into Spanish and all but ready for the air. For media with few resources and representing smaller markets, the constant bombardment of information in Spanish from the Bush campaign represented a unique opportunity to not be left behind. The only problem lay in getting comparable materials from the Gore camp in order to give our reports a bit of journalistic balance. But all too often, information from the Gore campaign was either unavailable, untranslated, or simply slower in being delivered to us. Colleen worked with a staff of up to eight volunteers and two full-time translators. She had neither an assistant nor a secretary, and her office space was a tiny cubicle. But she could count on the support of over 125 members of the Bush campaign, and most importantly, she had daily contact with Bush's political advisor, Carl Rove, and his communications director, Karen Hughes. It was always made clear that Rove and Hughes were responsible for drawing up the strategy for targeting the Latino voting community while her job was to implement that strategy. But Colleen opened up channels that Rove and Hughes didn't even know existed. She told me, my strategies ended up saving the campaign millions of dollars. For every dollar we invested in paid publicity, we got three dollars worth in return. As a matter of fact, we ended up getting the most extensive coverage in the Hispanic media of any presidential campaign in history. Yet Colleen soon realized that this wouldn't be enough for Bush, and that the campaign would need to recruit Latinos who spoke Spanish and agreed with...